This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, we ready to talk about Lincoln Brewster? What? Rinkin Brewster. <laughs> Lincoln Brewster? The freaking haircut. Brinkin <laughs> Looster. Hey, guys, we're burning our best stuff. We, I'm sorry. We can't... <laughs> Hey, I'm rolling. I'm rolling tape. I'll Good. do it word for word again. Okay, let's all let's all say that again on air as if it's for the first time. Okay, let's start. Here we go. We listen to Lincoln Brewster, and we're going to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun. I want to see cats. I wanted to yuck everybody, and I didn't. Hey, I'm just killing. Okay, it. wants this. I love the Zinga. Losers, in other words. Oh, well, I don't want to get in the bathtub. Bazinga. Bazinga. <laughs> yeah, it's Sicario. Are you familiar with, like, Calvinism as a concept? Hey, what happened? Oh. <laughs> Pour it out. <laughs> one week late, maybe one week late, for Mr. Fred Willard, one yeah. of our finest. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. We're here to have good Christian fun. Was Fred Willard a Christian? Yeah. Yeah. Great. We decided. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How could he not be? It's Tinkerbell rules. No, the way it works, and especially as a young Christian person, when you wanted all your celebrity friends to be Christians, is if you just believe they are, then they are. <laughs> Also, you know, look at the evidence uh, by how he has borne fruit in his life. And I've enjoyed many a tasty fruit from his comedy. Mm. <laughs> Do you guys remember truly when he J.O.'d and no one cared? What? <laughs> there was a, what to know? There was a scandal where he was like J.N.O. in public and he got, <laughs> he got caught oh doing Lord. it. Oh, my Lord. I'm getting some of the facts wrong here. I but should. like in his car... Uh, <laughs> yeah, was he in his car, Kevin, or yeah, like a movie car, theater? Like Come the on. invisible children. It's like guy. we all don't do what that. Are you, Kevin, the Jo police. <laughs> it was he is a... kind of the Jo police. <laughs> well, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse arrest. me, Mr. Kevin T. Porter. It looks like you're about to. I'm gonna have to shut this down. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a permit? Pour some cold water on this situation. <laughs> the permits are just marriage certificates. <laughs> No, it was in an adult movie theater, uh, and he was 72 when he did that. Oh, come it? on. I mean, like, are, what are you supposed to be doing in there? You know who else got uh, caught doing that was Pee Wee Herman. Paul so Rubens. he's in good yeah. company. Oh, yeah. I think those are fine men, and uh, <laughs> I don't have any problem with that. Mm, well, you said the secret word. <laughs> good Christian <laughs> Fun is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, movies, music, all sorts of entertainment, and sometimes it's not entertainment, it's not a show, it's actually worship, and we're here to worship, and that's what we're going to do mm -hmm. on the show, and we're not here to preach to you, or to proselytize, or make fun of your beliefs, we're just here to have fun, 
We don't want to make fun of you either. We want to say, yeah, whatever bullshit you believe is, uh, you know, <laughs> rational. Uh, yeah, it it was bioterrorism. That's why we're all in this situation. <laughs> Wait, what's Ooh, what's wrong? A little bit of a personal note for Kevin there. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> should we leave <laughs> it's you no, we'll and just Jeremy give you some leave. time here yeah <laughs> no all beliefs are valid now all information is valid no matter oh the boy source. just getting right into jerry seinfeld's zone right there <laughs> what what do you mean jerry seinfeld oh you just believe anything you know it's whatever just like old man comedian <laughs> that's no 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 i i disagree that that's an old man comedian platform is like that people are misinformed i think it's no i think that's pc culture stuff right yeah yeah that that said i am dating a 17 year old and i did want to announce <laughs> it on the podcast and he stopped riding the bus <laughs> he stopped <laughs> riding the bus let's introduce our special guest who in my opinion still rides the bus still drives the bus he's the keanu reeves of this podcast he doesn't go less than <laughs> 60 miles per hour anytime he's on the show Friends and folks, everybody, give it the hell up for Jeremy. Jeremy Olsen! Yeah. Yeah. He's back! Bazinga! 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 Bazinga. <laughs> guys! Guys! I've never seen Speed. By the way, um, let's take a beat. This is coming out on a very special day. We're, we're actually recording this the night before it comes out, so we're on the eve of it, but the day this comes out and the day you, the listener, are listening to this... It's HBO Max launch day. We're, we're Bada meets Bing meets Bang. Wow. HBO Max is here. <laughs> Finally. Holy smokes. I really genuinely, this is news to me. I didn't know. And it, yeah, with something, well, and that's because, Caroline, I think because we haven't been seeing each other in person at all. We haven't gotten a chance to get into streaming war stuff and we have so many threads that we haven't picked up quibi? they're all on the floor we haven't had a quibi streaming. update in quite a we while we haven't talked about quibi at all i've what? i have some things to say yeah and all of my my updates my news my calendar events i don't know what they are anymore jeremy how olsen talk about quibi how many uh <laughs> streaming accounts do you have that you yourself actually pay for and you're not bumming off someone else's account probably zero Truly? No, I, no, let's see. No, I am paying for my Amazon. That is what I'm paying for. Okay, so like the most bumming. evil company. <laughs> yeah, the Financially worst one. stable. <laughs> the worst one is getting my money. Yeah, specifically because you, you told me off mic, you like Jeff Bezos and what he's doing to this country. <laughs> yeah, but again, I told you that off mic, I wouldn't say that I would vote for him for president on the air. <laughs> Not on but you end. will go on record and saying he has a normal and right amount of money, right? That's right. And I've seen his penis. <laughs> He's a businessman. <laughs> no, that's the thing. His nudes are out there, Caroline. <laughs> yeah, check him out. Uh, Do you know this? It's like such a disturbing like beginning to my evening. It's like <laughs> Fred Willard was caught jerking off and Jeff Bezos' pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! It's delicious to Caroline. Freudian slip. <laughs> it's not delivery. It's the pizza. Uh, That's true. I, I will Bezos say sausage. I I we, Ew, extra sausage. <laughs> oh my lord. I imagine Caroline's like ornate. 
are you thinking what I'm thinking? She, you know, gives him a little sexy look, turns on the speaker, and it's da 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 Pizza, pizza. It's just the Little Caesars commercial guy. Oh, boy. Jeremy. Wait, in all seriousness, though, HBO Max, like, does that that mean I get to watch Search Party again? Because I really like that show. Yeah. I really like that show, too. It's coming back for season three. Yeah, wait. But is the new season, is it available tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, No, not season three. I don't know. Oh. (laughs) But the other two are. It's going to be TBS, I like that show. Adult Swim. I really like that show. Yeah, cool. Big Bang, West Wing, The Sopranos, <laughs> Looney Tunes. What's, what like so new weird. stuff is coming out on there? Well, they uh, a lot of them they could not complete because of current circumstances, but one of them that they were able to complete is Anna Kendrick's Love Life, which is an anthology oh. show. And what okay. she goes on a bunch of dates. And uh, let's just say she's a little unlucky. She's kind of a scrappy little nobody on the show. And she is unlucky in love. Uh, this is my favorite I got to watch that. Yeah. And did you know she has a show on Quibi too? Yeah, I oh, did yeah. know that. She's our streaming queen. Stream queen. I mean, call her a fish because she's jumping in all the streams. <laughs> hey, okay. <laughs> I'm calling her a fish hey, to her yo. face right when I see her next. I mean, we joke. What's up, salmon? <laughs> But, uh, you know, but here, here's the great thing about HBO Max. I do want to talk about this for another 10 to 20 minutes. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> movies. That's the big promise of HBO Max. It's not their new crap. Everyone's going to have new shows all the time, whatever. But it's going to be the old movies you get to watch that are not available on the other streamers. The, Wait, like what? The WB catalog. A lot of them are going to be up there. You want to watch Titanic? Guess what? It's on HBO Max. You want to watch oh, uh, The Hobbit 2, Desolation of Smog? <laughs> Guess what, baby? H- oh, do I? <laughs> HBO Max. I'm going maximum. Got Desolation of Hog. Cover. Jeremy, I need to ask you the question that's on every listener's mind. We haven't talked to you since this whole things started uh, it yeah. must not be named um yeah but uh Old i gotta ask you buddy what made you smile today oh that's the question you're asking that's right <laughs> wow I, that really caught me off guard uh what made me smile today we gotta know we need a little you know what we need yes, some good smile. news we need some okay. good news we need to profit off of the crowdsource work and then sell it for millions of dollars you know what? I can give it to you. I can provide because here's what made me smile. Uh, let me just make sure I'm getting it right, though. Okay. I watched this video today and okay, it's of Hillcrest College and they are they're pl- they're all playing the marimbas. <gasps> Ooh. And it's six kids playing the marimbas. Marimba? Car- Caroline, Mar- he said marimba, not marinara. I'm sorry. Marimba. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not listening. <laughs> <laughs> and it's them playing for like four minutes and it's the happiest I've ever seen human beings do anything. They're playing so fast and so energetically. And then they'll all like, they also are having the best time of their lives. So they're going, they're playing and then they'll like throw in a dab. They'll all scream and yell kind of almost like, um, uh, what do you call it? When they're like the stomp, um, uh, yeah, 
you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, oh, stomp. Yeah, just just <laughs> stomp. Are you talking about yeah, like I think a, it's just no, stomp. like specifically they do have like clubs in college that do it. Oh, like yell leader step, stuff. Step. It's called like step, step club, right? Yes. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that's anyway. it. Yeah. But they uh, they they are just playing the hell out of these things, and it makes me so happy. And they're like jumping over them. Whoa! And they're playing so fast; they're all starting to sweat, and their little hands are moving so fast. I love that. It's just the best. That's awesome. Look it up. It's only like three minutes long, too, and it's it's worth the watch. When oh, you see someone smile. in their element doing what they love to do, is there anything better than that? How how you bet? Are you you're holding up okay emotionally? Physically, oh yeah. The, what do you do for exercise stuff right now? What's your? Oh man, that's my biggest accomplishment this entire quarantine. Wow, is that? Well, I, as you know, I have some neck issues, yes. <laughs> and so I, my chiropractor's office closed when this started, and I'm thinking, oh my god, how am I going to survive throughout the course of this thing without, you know, getting aligned, getting all cracked up? So I started doing yoga with Adrian, guys. Oh yeah, really? I've done yoga with Adrian. Yeah, and I've been doing it like every day. I've been killing Holy smokes. it. And it's the best. It's so great. Had you done yoga before? Never once. Never once. And you started Never once in and I just jumped on. Good yeah. for you. I thought I don't I don't know. Let's shake this up. This is a weird time. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I think that's so terrific. I'm a big believer yeah. in like, you're going to find a small thing right now that you thrive in that's new to you. And it, and it sounds like yoga might be that. What a that's nice. Cool. Yeah, it's definitely it. It's, I feel great. And you know, some of it's like, some of it I had to like really learn into because yoga is both for your body and your mind as mm -hmm. yoga people know. Oh, okay. And he's I am doing the not good at the now. second he's half. He's got all the talking points down. It's no, he's correct. This is scientific. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and like, I'm bad at that part. So I'm trying to be, you know, receptive. I did yoga for like three years before realizing like the breathing part, you're actually supposed to follow along with that and do that. And yeah, I was always like, this is a suggestion. Like this is, that's like the whole thing is. Turns breathe. out it's the most important it's thing. It's the most important thing. <laughs> And I was like, you think it's like extra credit, but it's easy. not. Yeah. I never got that. Like I, when I would do it, I'd still struggle with the breathing. And I really like try to make a conscious effort to do in and do out when like they told me to, but it's yeah. still, uh, didn't quite work all the way for me for whatever reason. Yeah. Well, you'll like, yeah. you'll get out of sync. Like if you're more tired <sighs> than the instructor is, or if they like forget for a second, but you start to know like, Oh, when I do this move, I'm supposed to breathe in. So I'll just like get to that part you know mm -hmm. yeah i haven't started figuring out till now and i'm like two months into this thing yeah that's <laughs> like, do you, it's do only you feel like you already have improved for sure yeah cool. definitely yeah oh, it's exciting way to go man that's my big win of quarantine guys. i that's love that win that's so good yeah. if you can i know it's just like it's like holding on to something for dear life right now. Where it's like, I can do it every day. I could do it every day and it's good for me and I like it. I can do it every day. And just yeah. like finding that attendance stuff, terrific. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really hard not to scream these things out right now. Like there's so, <laughs> there's so many people online being like, I cooked a thing. Look yeah. at the thing I cooked. Yeah. I did this, this, and this, and this, and it's cooked. Like it's hard not to get excited about the one thing you're conquering. Yeah, I know those people can be annoying. That being said, if you do want to check it out, I have made a highlight on my Instagram stories for Kevin Bacon, where I do uh, 
cook and bake different things like cinnamon rolls or maybe French toast pecan cookies. So those are I like there. it. I think it's nice to see food people make. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. It's There's the, a whole industry around it, I'd say. Um, I haven't seen I'd, any of these baked goods on my doorstep, Kevin. I'm just saying I'm not like that far away. You could just like well drop them off and run away. You know what no. I'm saying? I have not declared myself an essential worker quite yet <laughs> during the <laughs> pandemic. I would like to. Uh, someone someone came to my place to drop off a mask and biscuits that he made for me yesterday. And in return, I gave him a bunch of cookies to give to other people for me. <laughs> so that was a form of that, but he just wasn't on the way to your place. I'm so sorry. I know. Um, they say dropping off stuff is like fully safe. And it's like the like the no contact, like on the door. It's fine. I know I could do it. I just haven't. I truly don't know what's fine and what's not fine. It's it's a quite quite the time. If you don't know what's fine, just go online. Hey, just read, do what I do and read everything, Deep and then state. everything feels good. Oh, is that why your face looks like that? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know. Why my eyes are doing that, but it's because I'm so informed. If you don't know what's fine, then just go. Just go online. online. I love that. Oh, good, wow. good, good, good. What That's a great. terrific. <laughs> approach to information yeah It'll and then you. go on until you feel better and don't worry <laughs> if you don't think there's an end point there is just stay online until you find yeah it. you're not sleepy quite yet so just go ahead and cram that info just 20 more tonight. minutes 20 just go more ahead minutes. read it well gang i did want to um talk about before we get into the topic at hand just briefly talk about the idea of church right now because as of a couple of days ago, churches are now essential businesses. That was officially declared at a federal level. Oh. So California, the state that we're all in, amongst other uh, uh, states, are allowing people to meet in churches at 25% capacity. And I d- actually, I saw this question on like uh, our Facebook GCF Diving In group. Uh, could you imagine yourself just never going back to church again after this? <laughs> <laughs> like how do you think this or, b- or before uh, this what's yeah that? i mean i wasn't really exactly <laughs> like this. attending regularly before but that's so what i'm saying know. like is this the straw where it's like you know what i'm good no this was not the straw <laughs> <laughs> i could see that for some people maybe i mean yeah if you're at that point but i was before that being point. on the edge. yeah i don't know like why that would be the thing that was like you know what that now i'm not done like if every yeah. other inconvenience around church didn't keep you from like skipping, then this, I don't know if will be the difference. What do you guys make of the order to make churches essential? It makes zero sense to me. Like how are they even going to do that? The whole point of it to me is to have a thing where it's like, this is not exclusive. All are welcome. Take in people, your neighbor, blah, 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 blah. And if the whole idea is like, okay, we got to cap it at like 14 people in every other <laughs> pew or something, then it feels like yeah. anyone that would want to reopen fundamentally misunderstands the function of a church. That's a pretty good point because I think it also will definitely exclude a lot of the like, even just marginally disabled people or like differently abled people yeah. or whatever. Like if everybody else gets together and they get left home, I'm sure that felt much like that before that as well. But yeah, that's a good point. My cousins that live in different states were talking about it and they said that they have to book like a reservation for church before they go. And like reservations close after a certain 
capacity, basically. So that is another thing. It was like, okay, so someone has to get up like early, you know, to like get a reservation to go to the thing that's supposed to be public and for everybody too. Seems rather difficult. Why is church special? That's what I mean. Why, well, I mean, why is it different than everything? What, you mean why is it declared an essential business as opposed to other things? Yeah, I mean, like my parents are going to their church, you know, over a Zoom thing, and they're doing like Zoom Bible studies, and like, yeah they're not going to the building, but they're still doing it. And, and I, I don't understand why, <laughs> why you have to go for it to count as church or why do you get to, why does church get to do all this stuff before everybody else does? Well, I mean, yeah. the core answer is different The like the truth of it from like a politic perspective is just like, it's like an evangelical move. Cause it was it, by the president to say like all synagogue, mosque and churches are open. Don't worry. I'm still on your side guys. Like that, that's a part of it. Like in the sense of like why anyone would feel stifled by it. I, I understand it and it is a bummer, but it's just like everything else. But I was reading, uh, <laughs> I was reading an article on it on the gospelcoalition.org, which is uh very, not, not a good website. And this guy, <laughs> Brett McCracken. Like by design or like What's it like? It's like it's still like a geo geo cities website or? Uh, oh no, I don't mean from like an HTML design perspective. I mean oh, from okay. like a pure content perspective. Got it. Got There's it. this guy Brett McCracken who is uh, railing against like why we don't see church as essential and like why it's taken so long for people to de- declare it essential and why people aren't prioritizing it. I do want to read just a little bit of it to see how some of the other half is living, which is to say. He said, when I saw my governor's announcement that church gatherings won't resume until stage three of California's reopening plan, I was sad, not because I disputed the high risk, but because it underscored how low priority church going has become in contemporary Western culture. In California, churches are in the same reopening category as nail salons, gyms, and movie theaters. Nice to have luxuries we can presumably live without for a prolonged season. Churches are lumped in with entertainment options. It's telling that our society has decided we cannot live without essentials like liquor stores, marijuana dispensaries, and golf courses, <laughs> but we can live without physical church <laughs> gatherings. You know, I'm with him on the golf courses, though. <laughs> Close those golf courses, turn them into parks. I could see, like, if you were living in another state, it would feel so ridiculous. Of like, I've been going to Applebee's, you know, for like a month now, and I can't go to church because it's not in the same category for some reason. Mm -hmm. I feel like just California, we feel like so different, or or these places where we live near a metro because everything is like mostly shut down for us still, but. All around the country, like people are basically going back to life as normal in a lot of ways. Yeah, it definitely feels like in the last seven days we've gone into fuck it mode in most of the country. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I guess I'll die. <laughs> but I, it, it does, <laughs> it does feel like that, right? Mm-hmm. Is it just mm-hmm. me? Does it feel completely. like that? Okay, it feels like it. Like to yeah, you. I feel it, like it. Well, I guess like also because like restaurants opened back up in some of the counties by us, and it was kind of like, well, I mean, we're not that far. Like, why are they getting to have fun? You know, and all mm-hmm. these things. Yeah, so it just feels like it feels inevitable after. Do you feel like yeah. your attitude around church has changed? I miss it like I miss anything else, but I don't feel a particular entitlement to it opening again. I don't. I'm not like, oh my god, <laughs> like I'm not enraged. I'm just sad about it in the way that like life is sad. I don't feel like an indignity against it. Um, yeah. Would you go back at twenty five percent? No, because capacity. there's no. 
the whole because to me 25% is just as good as a zoom thing because you're still not taking full advantage of what that sort of gathering means at all if it's like at that point it just feels symbolic or it feels like a fuck you to someone else to go I think like it it, it doesn't feel like it's actually accomplishing anything Oh man, the the closing paragraph of this is, I also hope this season shows us that privatized consumeristic spirituality is not enough. Not for individuals and not for society. I do love the subsection of the culture that hates privatization when it comes to church. <laughs> when it comes to faith and church, if you don't have like a vast amount of oversight and regulation how you do it, that's actually bad. Uh, and otherwise, it's uh, very flippy. Uh, we need faith that is rooted in strong, serving, multiplying local church communities. The sort of faith that makes such a difference in its tangible presence that everyone notices and laments its absence. I have felt an absence of certain things in my life in the last two months, and a lot of that is connected to an absence of church, but I don't feel like it's worth death <laughs> or disease. I, 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 I don't feel that way. Yeah, it's weird too because I feel like it's a weird misunderstanding to be like, oh, it's because church is considered a, like an entertainment venue, but I think it's really just church is just like a concentrated large group of people and that's why it's lumped in all those other categories right yeah and marijuana dispensaries are not places where 500 people gather at a time and like all a lot of it together yeah (laughs) a lot of i mean unless it's like a really rad dispensary like a lot of old people you guys ever had a communion blind dangerous (laughs) (laughs) that sounds rad Um, that dude writing that article could not wait to write marijuana dispensaries. That was just like, <laughs> he loved he'd it. like bang that out on the keyboard so fast. That was the big word on his outline. <laughs> uh, with with lockdown stuff, Jeremy, and and the, all the situation we're going through, has that affected any sort of picture in your mind of God or or any faith stuff? Like to to have this like this lack of control in our lives again be made so clear yeah it's i think just the whole thing has just been really disheartening like just everywhere everywhere you look every day there's something just awful and like really like faith shaking to either (laughs) what you believe in humanity or just you know (laughs) the community that raised you yeah (laughs) you know everyone's just like whining and complaining and being selfish and it's just a huge bummer like I put like I bought like right when this started I bought like uh online that some companies making these banners that said that said um uh together we'll see it through and people were like oh yeah throw this in your window and then when people are like walking around you know they can see it through the window and it'll be nice and I was like oh great so I threw it up and I probably had that thing up for like three days because <laughs> I don't feel together at all <laughs> I know. Isn't you lost I couldn't in the feel message of the banner. I did. I completely <laughs> lost my faith in it. I thought this story was going to end with like, and then our house got egged and I took it down, but it was literally yeah, you having a crisis of conscience from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're not completely together. Oh my god, <laughs> it's really sad. Oh man, oh I get it though. I like that banner though. That would have encouraged me to see 
It's good. It's it's up in the back now. It's not in my front. You could modify anymore. it where it's like together some of us will make it through. <laughs> Did you see like a particular neighbor that violated something and you're like, all right. Yeah, definitely. That's yeah, that was definitely thinking. it. <laughs> There's this person across the street that most definitely like sells drugs and she just keeps having like this these just like rotating casts of people just in and out of there. And they're oh, like great. screaming at each other in the front and doing car work in the middle of the street. And there's not a mask to be found. And oh, I'm just like, Lord. dude, forget it together. We are not gracious. We are not together. <laughs> um, I will yeah. make it together yeah. <laughs> by myself. I know. I'm, I think that's one of the hard things. I wonder how many listeners relate to this too, in the sense of, especially certain friends and family members in your life, you can compartmentalize your certain ideologies and, and your and like whether it be politics or just like how to live and how to be a person. It's just like, yeah, we don't touch that and it doesn't matter and we can like get by and love each other, whatever. But uh when every decision of everyday life is consumed with loaded import and politics of like it is a political act to leave your house now and that is loaded. Mm. So it makes it makes it so you almost have to close yourself off so much from like discuss. So it does narrow down to just like, what are you watching on HBO Max now? <laughs> like it, it's just like yes. it kind of narrows it down to that. You can't really talk about your day because it's like, who did you see? Did you wear a mat? Like, did you go to the grocery store? What'd you do today? And like, if that has an offensive, if if that's like an offensive signal to someone else, it just becomes yeah. untenable yeah. as a as a point of conversation. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. today is like anything you're posting online or like any sort of social media post has to come with this asterisk. Like, like oh, we did this neighborhood cookout. Oh, we we're all social distance. It was social distance cookout. You, mm-hmm. know, you yeah, need to say yeah. it. Like, Don't worry, there's yeah. masks. They're just on right. the picture or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it's it's uh, it's difficult. I want to share something with you guys today that happened that I'm still thinking about. And uh, let me hear what you're thinking. So I uh, haven't been like, in the office since this started, but I had to go take some photos of something today. And then when I got in the space, like six or seven of my coworkers, who I think have seen each other throughout this, like they've just had to work together, all were sitting in a circle, no masks, just like talking and eating with each other. And then I was just like feeling very awkward, like standing way far from them in my little mask. And then they all were like talking and making decisions and they were all men. And also, so I'm like, okay, I'm this only girl like on the fringe. I'm not talking with them. I'm not being a part of any decision making. And they're all, so I have to like yell if I want to chime in or something. And then also like at some point it just gets stupid. Like I'm just sitting here on the fringe (laughs) and like eventually I'm like having a meeting with them like from far away. And not they're all just not even barely wearing a mask anymore mm-hmm. and so at some point it was like well i'm just gonna be in this room with them i just have to like just sit down and pretend this is all fine and one of them like i know his his wife probably got it even though she tested negative and all this stuff so it was like a real confusing dynamic and like you said like every decision felt so weighted Mm -hmm. and then there was like this peer pressure of everybody else is just like flouting the rules and also these are my coworkers, and I like want them to respect me and also make me not feel like I'm being weird around them or something or Mm -hmm. like I'm keeping the rules like tut tut you know to (laughs) you all who are like going about and staying busy and productive or whatever (laughs) And it felt like if I do this now, like it sets this weird precedent for the rest of this quarantine that I'll just like 
show up in close spaces with them if they ask me to. So I just, I didn't know what to do. Wait, are you saying that you did like eventually sit down with them or you're saying you did keep your distance the whole time? It was, it was kind of in between. Like I kept my mask on the whole time, but eventually I was sitting probably like five feet apart from my boss and just talking with him about stuff. Even into that one foot. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was like, come on, just scoot back a little. <laughs> and he like quickly was like, oh, can I sit here? Right, Desi sat across from me. I was like, I mean, I'm not going to say no. <laughs> like, yeah. what are we going to do? I so know it was like a very that. weird situation. And I was yeah. like, I haven't seen my family and I had opportunities. And I'm like, with all of you, Han Yaks, so yeah. we're just like, doing whatever. That's gender loaded <sighs> too, of course. Like, that, yeah. that's so powerful. Yeah. I know. So, no, yeah, I, I, I I've don't. Seen, I've seen a friend. A friend came and like dropped dropped off donuts for me, and that was like really nice because I was making fun of them on Instagram because they were they kept getting donuts, and I was like, "Bring me some donuts! You got so many donuts." <laughs> Anyways, they they came over, and then it was like it was like so weird because every moment is like there's like five thoughts <laughs> to every little action. It's yeah. like opening the door, like, oh, oh, do I pull my mask down? Or yeah, do I, do I tell you to put talk? it on the we... ground? Or like, yeah. can, can you just pass yeah. it to me? And then we step yeah. away really quickly? Yeah. Uh, yeah, really weird. I'm sorry you, you went through that today, Caroline. That really sucks. Yeah, not definitely, of course, not the worst thing to happen, but it was, I felt just so extremely awkward the whole time. Well, it sucks that people wouldn't have the consideration of like, so obviously our baseline, especially in a professional context, not even like in a friend group that knows and loves each other on a personal level, but like in a professional context and setting where it's like, we're going to put consideration first and then make your own decisions rather yeah. than like, this is kind of what we're going to do and you can be a part of it, but maybe you're not a team player. That's like such a common thing of like, yeah, it was really weird. Like none of it was verbalized mm. and not, and again, it wasn't like, Oh, Caroline, why are you standing over there? Or like no one. Yeah. They I didn't give you shit like, for it. No, no one gave me shit. Yeah. No one like even pointed it out, but it was just felt so clear that like, I just wasn't even the conversation because I was so far away. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of funny thinking backing on it too, but it was just also like, oh, what do? <laughs> I think it's great. I think it's great. I think you like literally stood your ground in that sense. Uh, and it's of. fine to not compromise because you have someone that you live with and have to think about and prioritize too. It's not just yeah. you and it's not just devil may care. Like if I get it, I get it. It's like you have other responsibilities in your life too. So I, I yeah, wouldn't feel bad yeah. about it. Yeah. Mind blowing to be like trapped in your own consideration. Like you're considering all those things and then you're just like, what you're seeing is no consideration. And you're like, are, <laughs> are people not, I'm spinning out over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. One of those many moments where you're like, am I living in a whole different reality is like everybody else right now. Like have I been like a rule following dork this whole time? <laughs> but it is just like other people can make you feel so foolish so easily yeah. by just like, like, and I, like, I was running around in my neighborhood with a mask on for, like, three days after... Underwear only. What's that? For three days straight. Yeah, I never took it off. Even in the shower, <laughs> I was like, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> and would pass people not wearing masks. I'm like, I guess I'm stupid. I guess nothing yeah, means anything. Like, like, it just... I don't... If they're not, then, like, what's the point here? It goes yeah. to this real nihilistic place. But I don't I don't want to, like, totally spiral and tailspin into that because things do mean something, and it is important to grieve. It's just, like, it's just hard to have the parameters for it. And something where it's, like, I do feel a lack of, like, especially, like, the rejoice with, with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. 
I just feel like people are almost like so tunnel visioned on their own survival and lives that we're not weeping with anyone that weeps anymore, unless it like directly affects our lives. Or it's like, well, my cousin is a nurse and he's seen this stuff and blah, blah, blah. But otherwise it's like the thing, the, the virtue of that, that we were supposed to be good at. I, I don't know. I feel, I feel a personal failure on my part. Cause I do wonder if it's one of those things where it's like, if I do focus on this and it's just like <laughs> no turning back or point of no return where it is like horrific in some way. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I know what you mean. Like you, you're like, Oh, we've lost our sense of empathy a little bit. And that's why People have started getting so loose on it, but also it was like people had to shelter themselves from some of the horrors of the news in order to like survive day to day yeah. and not be in like a puddle. Yeah, I understand that too. It's just like it's it's yeah. so complicated, and we just need some good news. Is there any celebrity that can give us <laughs> some good news? No, sorry, he sold it. Oh, Jesus Christ, man! Sorry, he sold, sold it, it to CBS for the price of his life on the cross. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Yeah, I got some good news for you. His name's Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> He's the gem to the Pam of your salvation. <laughs> oh, good grief. Uh, well, I'm glad. You know he- what this whole thing makes me want to do is listen to some inspirational music. Like worship music? Yeah. Well, maybe we should do that. Are you serious? Yeah. No. Let's, uh, yeah. let's give it a shot. All right. As long as it's live. Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, I'm glad you're doing well with yoga and whatnot during quarantine. Yeah, you're crushing it. Can't wait to see Thank your you. revenge body when this is all over. Just you wait. No. Nanjianing this whole yoga thing. Yoga is not for the body. It's for the <laughs> okay. Spirit. Your revenge soul after all Thank this you. is over. Thank you. Oh, my God. Soul revenge is soul. That is a show I would watch. Shredded wheat, my soul. <laughs> revenge soul. <laughs> All right. Someone like comes out with like a way better character than they had before. <laughs> I love that actually. Actually, that'd be great. great. But it's out of spite. Just pitch that. That's a lot yeah, of Christianity. It's when to you show th- their ex of like I'm nice now. Yeah. No, I think that's a lot of the Christian faith. Tbh. <laughs> I hope HBO Max is listening because we just got a new show. Hey. hey <sighs> stream it. Okay. Well, let's take a quick little break, and we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time to dive in to this live topic. A real name of a real person, Lincoln Brewster. So cute. Lincoln Brewster. Middle name Log. Lincoln. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to fact check check you, Jeremy. It is Lincoln Lawyer Brewster. I'm so sorry. Second middle name, Punky. 
Lincoln Punky Brewster, surname McLeod. Lincoln Lawyer Punky Brewster McLeod. <laughs> Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. <laughs> uh, so we talked about, uh, Jeremy probably went through a, a little bit of a frustrating uh, uh, <laughs> process picking a topic for this episode because I did shoot him down four times in a row saying, we already Why? did it. We already did it. Oh, we, we already did, did it. it. We did that two months ago. That's a bummer. Can I hear what they were? It was uh, Audio Adrenaline, that DC mm. Talk album, Free at Last, our third episode yeah. ever. And then yes. Wow 1999, which is uh, pretty much, we've covered almost every song already from Wow That's 1999. crazy. I know. Wow. We got 99 down. This, this show's I, been on I for had three the, years. Uh, I had the... Um, tape of that like they had all the music videos oh the, the wow vhs tape yes yes the vhs tape and i watched a lot of that and uh were any of them good no of course not oh. but <laughs> no flood was good well that wasn't 99 was the dancing good <laughs> yeah the dancing's good i like the one uh where michael w smith gets chased around by a big chinese uh dragon <laughs> yeah yeah that's love me good he's like in a bunch of chinese restaurants i do remember yeah. that music video after going through all these other choices, we did land on Lincoln Lawyer Punky Brewster McLeod. We found it. And Jeremy, what is your relationship to Lincoln Brewster? Let's see. I think this album came out in 2005 or, or something, right? Yes. So this came out my junior year of high school, and that's right when I started to play a lot of worship music at my church growing up. And... I don't know what the connection was, but I think there was someone in my church that had a specific connection with him, but we played all of these songs on this live album, like in, in my home church, like they played all this stuff in church and it, every like <laughs> volunteer that played the electric guitar, like tried to take a crack at his slick solos, oh, like in big church his his hot licks. <laughs> And uh, I just heard these songs so much and so often. And I even played some of them a few times. Uh And um, so I became very familiar with him (laughs) and his catalog. Do you you mean someone was like related to him or like, oh, I know this guy? I don't know. I think somebody played with him before or like somebody like was in a band with him briefly. I can't remember. Okay. There's something. There was yeah, because it feels like it connection. has to be like a specific connection to like, yeah. you know what? This is my guy. This is the it's thing I love. Be, right? yeah. <laughs> Why him? Caroline, did you read the CCM encyclopedia about him at all? No, I didn't. There's Drop a, me some quotes. I do just want <laughs> Here's the book. I don't usually get a chance to show it off. Like he does say... <laughs> Guitar hero turned youth-oriented worship leader, Lincoln Brewster, is pushing the frontiers of what the contemporary Christian market usually regards as praise and worship. Now, when you listen to this album, and the album we are talking about is, of course, (laughs) All to You Live, do you feel frontier pushing when you listen to it? I called my cousin and I was like, you got to hear this new sound. (laughs) It's your cousin, Marvin Brewster? (laughs) an acclaimed studio guitarist Brewster was selected by Steve Perry to accompany the former lead singer for Journey on his solo tour in 95 fellow avant-garde artist (laughs) this like just boundary 
this is the fifth wave of worship right here. (laughs) Having recently been drawn into a closer relationship with God through the witness of his wife, Laura, Brewster found the fame of being a rock star superficial and annoying. There were nights I remember... Quickly look at a picture of him today. (laughs) There were nights I remember people grabbing at my legs while I'm out front playing a solo or something, he recalls. I remember nights just looking up going, God, I'm sorry. This is so silly. (laughs) Wow. I don't understand that at all. Having my legs touched while I play guitar right now sounds amazing. (laughs) Hey, you could do it with Nate. I could do it with Nate. I'll do that with him later. Yeah. Um, That's so funny. For him, it was like, this is just a bacchanal. This place is... Uh, immoral. I must ask forgiveness right now. Someone like touches my shoes for leg touching, I, and maybe he like got addicted to cocaine or something. And this is the yeah, like sanitized version of it. See, I don't know, but I listening to this album, I'm like, he did not give up the rock lifestyle because the audience is no, clamoring. No, no, not even, not even slightly. <laughs> Now, here's the thing. Like, we haven't actually covered that much praise and worship on this show. Like, actual, like, straight across the plate, this is a worship song. We've talked about bands like, oh, they kind of did a worship song on this. But, like, someone where this is their bread and butter, and they came up at the time where this this becomes the most popular form of all this. And listening to this, though, I was struck by, I've never heard this many guitar solos on any worship album ever. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. I just, for example, I do want to zoom to a song called All To You, which is the title track, and the guitar solo that comes at the midpoint. Mm-hmm. And to be I know it well. There's a lot. There's a lot. Th- this, this album has one, two, three, four, Four songs longer than seven minutes long on it. Oh my that, gosh. That's a bit of a fat album in that sense. Uh, that let's, baby. let's see this guitar solo. Giving it all to you. So, Jeremy, why? <laughs> no. Yeah. So if you're in the congregation during this, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're just getting your face melted off. Absolutely vibing. <laughs> you're ripping your, you're throwing your bra on the stage. We out here vibing. <laughs> it is, it's so fun. It goes on so long. It's, it's so still going. It's not even close to done. Shit. Jeremy knows this by heart. It's is probably a great way to like really get your chops, though. I have to cut it off. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I mean, he. Is, uh, I will say this: out of out of out of the people we've talked about, he is the only contemporary Christian music artist that I know of that has his own edition of a Fender Stratocaster available for purchase. Wow. Okay, so he's like really known for playing the guitar. He's the guitar guy. That's what the, the yeah, encyclopedia said. He's like, the gu- strength. The guitar hero. And you hear it, it's all over the album. The 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 opening of For These Reasons, which kind of sounds like a, like a Top Gun deleted temp track. <laughs> we gotta go get Goose. <laughs> 
so funny. <laughs> this is highway to the heaven zone. Yeah, totally. This is like what heaven sounds like. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it so um, much. That, that song you played, the first one, I think All to You. I'm kidding. Yeah. It yeah, sounds All like. All to You has a Jason Mraz vibe, right? We rocked that one in church. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you absolutely We rocked. rocked it. That was like, that was on the night you needed to get everybody pumped up. Yeah. The leader had like a good message that night and a lot of movie clips and it was going to be a fun one. <laughs> it was going to be a banger. <laughs> it was not going to be sex night. It was not going to be, I don't know, hell night. It was going to be like fun night. night. Yeah. <laughs> like how, how to persevere in the race, which is like <laughs> the youth group yeah. message of like, hey, you're fine. It's, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Now, Jeremy, from a musicality perspective, how difficult were these songs? The bones of them are basic worship. Mm -hmm. It is a lot of just like your standard worship chords and progressions. But, you know, a lot of the instr instrumentation, like his bassist is extremely talented. Like the drummer can really do some stuff. <laughs> and, you know, he is like a studio accomplished guitarist. So the edges of it are impressive. Yeah. And yeah. I will say too, from my perspective, like I'm a junior in high school and I, I just want to play the electric guitar so bad and I'm playing cello and I'm <laughs> playing so much piano and doing lessons and playing in youth symphony orchestras and I don't want to do it anymore. I just want to rock. <laughs> and so, and my church was very like, we were, I mean, we're covenant like you know, pretty contemporary church, but very buttoned up, like musically. Like we had the poor drummer in a box <laughs> because he was, the old people always thought he was too loud. And like, we could not get- See, you shouldn't meet in person. You can turn down the volume of the drummer. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but this, like some of this stuff was so exciting to me to be playing in church. And I was like, oh my God. We're finally having some fun here. We're finally livening up these Sunday mornings. Loosening and, up your uh, tie, putting on a fedora. You know it. <laughs> Freaking yeah. rocking. Yeah. I was there for it. Right. And it, <laughs> it is a it is an interesting case study of some of these Christian careers as the back door to the thing you actually wanted to do. So I don't think Carmen cares about anything, but he really wanted to be a Vegas showman guy. And he wanted to be like a lounge singer. And then he just kind of did Christian music to do that. And Lincoln Brewster just wanted to be John Mayer, I guess. Is that the comp? Yes. I, I yeah. think is like so much of this was kind of like John Mayer trio -y in the sense of like. Oh, man, you should hear two albums after this. He really John Mayer's. What? <laughs> He dates uh, Jessica Simpson. <laughs> yeah, really it, the next two hours. That's the most famous thing John Mayer's ever done is dating yeah. Jessica Simpson. In my book, it is. <laughs> <laughs> now, and, and for anyone that may not be familiar with him, as I was not that much, although apparently I've, I've sung a lot of his songs, uh, probably his most famous one is Everlasting Lo uh, God. Oh, 
So I and we're all naked now. I wish. <laughs> I wish. Well, I this is a song I played a lot in uh, the worship band I was in in college, which was like I I really had fun in that band. I have nothing but good memories of that band, even though I like did not attend that church. But all those people in that band were like very sweet and very fun, and and some of them are, are still friends to this day. But yeah, I feel like that got that got sung a whole lot. And the other one I uh, <laughs> I recognize, which is not his, but it's the it's the Hillsong one. Oh yeah. It's you I live for. One more time, every day. It's you I live for. I'm gonna get those marimba kids on this. This is some, <laughs> this some VBS shit, bro, right? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Caroline, with the delay, your clapping is so funny. <laughs> I just. Uh, this would absolutely get us all rocking a little bit on our feet. Okay. Oh, it's so fun. Yeah, that's good stuff. But yeah, like <laughs> almost half of the songs on this album, he did not, he did not write himself. So it is just like, I think mm. it exists for the sake of virtuoso musicianship, in a lot of cases. <laughs> Yeah, you want to hear him shred. There were so many of these songs, like, as they started playing, I was, like, shot straight back in my memory to when the worship leader, like, introduced a new song that he really loved, and everyone had to, like, and then by the second chorus, I have tight harmonies. I'm, like, feeling something, you know? I'm, like, trying to be a good sport, and, you know, I love the song, and I'm trying to, like, find the meaning, and all it is is just, like, I'm amazed. 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 That's uh, most of one of his songs. (laughs) (laughs) No. That's so funny. The first time they dropped that new worship song, like, and it's a hot one. Okay. <laughs> Start to figure it out. Okay. Yeah. It's one of these things where, like, I feel like we do spend a lot of time on the show, too, talking about the lyrical content of, like, oh, this is interesting, or actually, this is kind of problematic, or like, oh, I think this reflects an interesting issue that Christians go through that I feel distance from that. Whatever the case is, this is just like, you rock! This is great. <laughs> I love Keep it. it up. <laughs> these these are the most. Uh, uh, I've we've never had lyrics th- more unworthy of any dialogue or discourse. No, it gets them. worse. The more you try to mine Still it, still champion. Yeah, it's just something. I think these songs, like like a lot of worship songs, their best is like a chant. You know, like the vowels and seeing them together over and over, really loud. Like that's the feeling you're going for. You're not looking for words in this situation, right? Which I don't even hate. I don't even hate worship music, and I like some of it. But only in the context of of being there and being in a room, <laughs> yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Like it is like uh, is that why they're all live? Because just sung in a studio would sound like so awful and sad. <laughs> yeah, that has to be it, right? <laughs> like you have to it. hear these people. There's one oh in the first song where there's one woman who is just going like 
Oh, wait. wait, do you have a minute mark for it? I want to find it. Oh, shoot. I almost wrote it down. I was like, Kevin's got to no. have this pulled up. It's all to you. It's definitely during like a few of the instrumentals, but it's like toward the like last third. Last third? It's okay, like let's, several times. Let, let's let's see one. if we can find her. Let's have a little okay. patience and see if we can find her. We should talk about this part. Okay, here it is. Oh, you heard it? Oh, damn it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'll, that'll cut in while. I promise I heard it, though. It was that so strong. I was like, oh, this is away. what it's for. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a, it's almost like a Tom Morello thing or like, it isn't is, that it like is a completely. record scratch or something? Yeah. <laughs> got wah pedal on there. It's oh. so funny. And I, th- that's, uh, it's a bummer because I think, oh gosh, now I sound so defensive, but I feel like this is like, if it's not a Methodist or Presbyterian church, then this is people's conception of what music is like in a church. It's like a guy just going like, <laughs> 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 and, and it no, is, I guess. conception is much more acoustic than this. Like this is, yeah. you know what? Actually, this is breaking down, I think, musical barriers now that I think about it. You're <laughs> flipping on that? You think it's boundary pushing? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Frontiers are being pushed all around us all the time. Now, now I did say it was uninteresting lyrically, except for maybe one song, which is uh, a rewrite, a parody song, almost you could say, of an existing song, of course. And of course, I'm talking about not Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah, but... The Leonard Cohen Lincoln Brewster collab, another Hallelujah. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> In which Lincoln Brewster heard Hallelujah, uh, a famous song from the movie Shrek. That's how we all know it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's been some other TV shows, whatever. Rufus Wainwright song. Yeah, the Rufus Wayne, the Jeff Buckley song, Hallelujah. Uh, the Imogen Heap song, Hallelujah, and the Glee song, Hallelujah. He heard it and he was like, you know, Leonard. Not quite pushing it Not far enough. Quite. So here Not it good is. Good enough for God. <laughs> and he was like, I think I can make this work for us. Donkey. <laughs> Guys, let's get in the swamp. I love you, Lord, with all my heart. You've given me a brand new start. And I just want to sing this song. Shreds on this one too. <laughs> well, I know that you're the God above, <laughs> you're filling me with grace and love. 
An abomination, an abomination, right? I can't, I can't believe he's like allowed to do this. <laughs> and I checked, it was before Leonard Cohen died. <laughs> before he wrote that song. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Unreal. Unreal. I, I have seen him. Where's the guitar solo? I've seen him perform this? I've seen him perform this live. Oh. Wait, when did you see him live? (laughs) (laughs) Atrocious. Go to jail, Lincoln. No. (laughs) This is not what we want. Oh, he's just like. <laughs> oh, he's working so fucking hard on that. <laughs> the amps are on fire. <laughs> oh, the drum kit is spinning. Okay, oh, Lincoln. It's so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, I got to see that with my own two eyes, guys. Jeremy, <laughs> Wait, what tell, was that like? tell us about seeing him live. You saw him at APU, yes. right? Oh yes, God. I went to Azusa Pacific University, and <laughs> I don't, I can't remember what year it was, but he he did like a chapel, one of the like morning chapels. He did it, and he did he played for just as like a straight hour. <laughs> oh my <laughs> there, God. there was no preaching. It was just it was all Lincoln. Awesome. It was and Lincoln time. He played that song, and uh, it is as it seems. It was his Gettysburg address. Yeah. His namesake. I Not a dry it. eye in the room. <laughs> Jeremy, you doing this while he was playing electric guitar. Really sent it. I really sent it home. I'm surprised they didn't do a drum solo in the middle of that too. Why not? It, it's so it's, funny to hear certain covers of certain songs where it's like you like a song and whatever the original song is and you're like, I like it for this reason and this reason. And then an artist is like, yeah, I like that too. <laughs> but it's like, oh, I don't think you like it for the reasons I like it. Like at all. Right. right. It's like someone making like, uh, uh, I don't know, what would that be like? It'd be like someone making a remake of an old movie and be like in fully misunderstanding like the meaning or yeah. the intent behind it. I mean, he literally changed the lyrics, but. It's like he took a Van Gogh and he was like, oh, f- I freaking love finger painting. I'm going to go ahead and do my little twist on it. <laughs> These colors are great. Uh, that was great colors. <laughs> One of the more offensive things I've heard time. in the last couple of months, and it's been an offensive couple of months. It's been a really <laughs> offensive couple of months. <laughs> Lincoln Brewster. Oh, it was not a right start. How was his like... um in between patter, you know, like his little mini sermons. Were they good? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he did lots of that. And oh, I remember them just being just like the most like cookie cutter, like mm-hmm. 
basic worship pastor stuff that they all say, you know, some of them just, I mean, it's all that just like they're playing low and they're talking and they're saying, you know, and I really want you to focus on the next words of these songs. This next one we're going to play. I mean, just think about the Lord every day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's you. I live every for. day. It's you. I live for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we do it and then we do That's it. And so that was funny. like all of his, he would just like segue into everything. I know. I'm, that's blows my mind that he wasn't saying some sort of like crazy edgy, uh, invasive crazy shit because that's kind of how his music is so to me that was a <laughs> right. surprise it's in your face you know, the yeah. frontier where was the frontier pushed in that pattern that's yeah what he was I deep yeah. in the city i mean it wasn't it was more in his songs i mean there was there was one song that he played it was i think i can't remember what it was but they he was like you guys want to do some jumping I love, that. Screams. I love and then they start they start playing and he jumps and wanted everybody to jump and so we we're just like just jumping that's the fun. entire time that's a great time it's so weird yeah. because and especially <laughs> to conceive of him as like a rock star of contemporary worship music because he is such a cornball it is just yeah. a it feels like a bag of flour listened to a lot of Jimi hendrix and then farted out some worship songs <laughs> yeah. and that's what we're listening to and obviously like a with corn technic- star what's that a corn star he's a corn star that's right <laughs> carolina is real <laughs> proud of herself right now jesus oh. loves corn stars <laughs> <laughs> and kevin kevin you sent me a photo of him was that a recent photo? unreal yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna have to screen share this bitch uh yeah. <laughs> excuse my language and but he, he asked me if this was my king yeah i said is this your king okay uh, but the what he's wearing in that photo was basically what he was wearing when i saw him oh my god i mean that is essentially what he looked like oh at god APU gumby when he performed <laughs> Rock and roll Gumby. Gumby. It's because of the haircut is just from a different. Wait, Jeremy, the whole time I've been listening to this music, I had a very different picture in my head. What did you think he looked like? (laughs) I don't know. Just like, you know, curly hair, actually. Looking at that tiny thumbnail in Spotify. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, you didn't think Uncle Fester with a patch of grass on his head? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't think I was listening to a, a like leather razor blade. <laughs> oh, I love it. And and I wow. really was. I was I was looking for stuff. I watched interviews, I read interviews. And man, just nothing to hold on to. It's just like, oh, my conversion story. It was just pat. It was just down. He is the pristine thing. He's a dad. Yeah. He loves his wife, Laura. He just makes his songs and goes to the bank on those like CCLI residuals from youth groups across the country. Like there's there's yeah. so little here. <laughs> uh, if you really yeah. want to know what he thinks, you got to listen to the licks, I think. Yeah. That's yeah. Where it, you it's find like just like, the licks really inside. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, something else I want to say about this. Cause this is, I, I need to, I need to give you the mindset All of right. where I was when I was enjoying this because I grew up in this, you know, very buttoned up atmosphere where the music specifically, you know, was very, you know, I mean, you guys were there for it too. It's just very straightforward, you know, not too crazy. People people aren't even really expressing themselves, I mean, really entirely that much. Like sometimes during an offering or something, we would have like, uh, you know, 
a few people that you don't normally see play music go up and do like their own song or something. And it was like, oh, that's really touching. But that was like, even that was really like very rare and also, you know, wasn't a full expression. Mm -hmm. And me watching this, like a lot of my, like I went to APU to be a, I mean, I, I guess I wanted to make like Christian movies like originally. I didn't know this. I guess I had that. I guess I had that in my mind, like at the very start. I mean, I quickly ditched that. I mean, are they Christian movies or movies like by Christians? We're, we're Christians yeah, in a movie Christians. crew. <laughs> Not a yeah, movie. No, I was a Christian <laughs> movie. <laughs> I, I didn't want to make fireproof. <laughs> Whoa. You'd be so lucky to make fireproof. <laughs> Wait, what was that, Kevin? Didn't You made one with a girl, with Dawson, an old friend of mine. I did. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she was in one of my student films. Yeah, which had no ounce of Christianity oh, okay, whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I remember it like almost I appreciate what I appreciated from his ridiculous shredding was like was like yeah, you can also be very talented and like show off your talents, and that can be enjoyed as well. Like you don't have to like do the like Christian roadmap, you know what I mean? Like uh, my, my talents can only be glorified or like I can only be valuable, you know, with whatever God has gifted me by doing it in this way. Like so many people that I was talking to from my home church when I was going like, Oh, I'm going to go study film. Like, Oh great. You're going to make fireproof. Like that's what they thought (laughs) I was going to do. And I couldn't, I didn't want to do that. I mean, I couldn't want to do that any less. And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, that's what everyone thinks you're going to do with the talents you're given from God, you know, Mm -hmm. quote. So this a little bit was just like, yeah, this dude's just like shredding it up. Like (laughs) three minutes into a guitar solo. And it's like (laughs) the church is liking it. This is different, you know, (laughs) like it was apparent that he wasn't like only showing a very like humble sort of musicianship where it was like, Oh, I, I can't go too far outside of the boundaries because then I'm, I'm definitely glorifying myself. Like yeah. it's obvious at that point or whatever, mm-hmm. but he and, was like, you know, yeah, it may be true. It may be true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It may be true, but I almost just like to look at it. It almost just like even the scale for me. I was like, Oh, interesting. Like I don't have to just do the roadmap <laughs> stuff. Or like there's someone doing it. That's a salient point because I think it kind of goes back to what you were saying in the beginning of this conversation about you just enjoyed watching those marimba guys play because they were having the time of their life. And Mm -hmm. and that thing that we were talking about of you just want to see people do what they were made to do, even if it's not at all for you, but like people (laughs) who like thoroughly enjoy the thing that they're doing and seem to find a lot of joy in it and have passion for it whatever the case may be. So he was an example of that in a way that didn't feel compromised. And yeah, like maybe yeah. it, maybe that is kind of a roadmap for other people. Yeah. A it's a weird first example <laughs> for my <laughs> life. When I think about it now, like clearly I had not been to very cool concerts <laughs> before <laughs> this. You know I was going mean? to say like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of CCM, you know, that can, uh, yeah, is it quite Presbyterian? Uh, you know? Right. Like but I've gone to many concerts I get that. You know, you just, that are you like can't, inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. You can't but, help what you were dealt. Yeah. And it sounds, it sounds <laughs> right, like it's right. like, okay, this person did not compromise craft in that way area of playing so maybe i don't have to compromise craft in whatever i'm doing and still live the mm-hmm. caroline 
<laughs> okay, now she's making a movie. She was shredding her guitar. Uh, now First she's word, digging shovel. a ditch. <laughs> she's oh, now she's she's a cop. Now she's shooting people. Okay, now she's she thought she shot three different people. Oh no! <laughs> but the police. <gasps> hey, Caroline, did I tell you that uh, I'm recording all these videos on for Zoom? <laughs> no. Well, I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I. I really like that perspective, Jeremy. Thank you for sharing yeah, that. Yeah, that does I get that. that does make Word. it more personal and <laughs> meaningful it's, on some level. Yeah, it's very funny to think about where I was at during this time because yeah. I was a different human being. Well, and this yeah. is such a cold take, but it's just like how insanely, especially twenty years ago or fifteen years ago, whenever it was, how insanely powerful media is. It's like you just see something. It's like oh, I can do that. So when we talk about like diversity and queer representation like other regular caroline i thought you were doing the film thing again for me (laughs) 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 oh get punched in the face it's a mob movie yeah (laughs) oh good fellas oh right (laughs) wait is that a second service we play charades and we don't describe what we're doing oh the godfather (laughs) or the the departed or i think it's sex time for caroline because it's like a pizza pie (laughs) 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 that sausage oh yeah oh baby um i think it's time to rate the album we'll give it a thumbs up oh, yeah. or thumbs down or space between holy toast holy roast or space between by the way when we talked about doing dc talk you said oh their first album i'm like this one because their very first album is is the one that Heaven Bound is on, which I don't think oh, Caroline's really? even heard that song that we've heard that clip of <laughs> over 134 times now. <laughs> uh, that's how many episodes of this show that we're on. This is episode <laughs> 134. And happy 134 wow. to us all. Happy 134. I'm honored. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to listen to that album at some point. But Caroline, we'll start with you, you little punky Brewster. How do I mean? How how do you rate vanilla? Like, where do you put that on the scale? <laughs> Wait, vanilla is good and is a flavor. You, vanilla uh, is a flavor. It's a common flavor. Yeah, but you uh, need vanilla. <laughs> we will not be replaced. Okay. Whoa, big vanilla fan. You're here. screaming that we yeah. need vanilla. You should not do that. Ooh. <laughs> Okay. Nerve pinch. I just say from like an ice cream perspective, if you go to if you check out Briars, they have French vanilla, natural vanilla, Look creamy vanilla, non-dairy <laughs> vanilla, and they're all vital and essential. And anyway, I just hear is, this rhetoric is, all the time. Go ahead. Is I'm Kevin sorry. Taylor Swift? Because look what you made him do. <laughs> Speaking on behalf of vanilla artists. Um I yeah, I mean it wasn't like horrible. It was like nice, and I think for sure. If I was in the room with Brewster going off with his hair and everything, I'd be like having a lot of fun and I think I'd really enjoy it. It's so hard to rate like live worship music as like an album, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll give it a space between, you know? I think that's right where it belongs. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Space between. How about that? We turn to Jeremy. And I think I like that Mraz song a lot. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I'm yours, God. I'm sure he I rewrote that, that on the next I'm album. Yours. <laughs> I'm yours, parentheses, God. <laughs> For me, 
Well, I've already kind of shown my cards here. A little bit. I did, I did strangely get something from all of this. And, um, you know, I had a lot of fun at the time playing the songs and listening to the songs. It's so insane to look back on. <laughs> and looking at him now, you're like, ouch, my eyeballs. <laughs> and... Like he called his son on stage and he jammed with him. Levi. Oh boy. And there's, yeah, it's just so much that of course it's like roast land. But for me, (laughs) it's a space between. Wow. Space between. Well, I'm surprised I can get a toast. Yeah. I don't want you to feel bullied into not giving him a toast. No, I can't, but I can't fully toast it. I cannot. (laughs) Well, I, I, I'm held back by the hair. Wow, that's the first time this has happened on the show where someone's hair got in the way of the rating. Yeah, Yeah, it's really superficial. I I understand that. Take a good look. I I completely understand that, Uh, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to roast this guy. (gasps) No. Kevin. No, 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 no. Worships. There's like one, there's one song that kind of worked, but it's only because it's great as thy faithfulness, (laughs) which is like, you can't. It feels like bullet. It feels like foolproof in that sense. It's like the IKEA furniture of worship music. It's like, yeah, you can put it together. You'll be fine. <laughs> it's not like a Wayfair or something. But I was looking for a reason to be compelled by this, and and I enjoyed getting zoomed back into uh, youth group Kevin Porter in the in the worship band. Little pants falling off while shaking his little tambourine, his little butt with it, but. Why are your pants falling off? It's a long story. It's uh, they were Velcro. Hands were occupied. (laughs) (laughs) They were Velcro, and I did them wrong. Okay. Velcro pants? Wait, the pants were Velcro. Yeah. Were you three years old? (laughs) No, I was twelve. Did you make these horrible pants? No, they were old navy. Wait, so your homemade Velcro pants were falling off? (laughs) No, they weren't homemade. You shook them off. No, they were from old navy, and they were they were bright orange. No, 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 no. no. I didn't do it on poppity pop. Go the loops and hooks. No, no, that's not what happened. Like a little ten-year-old burlesque dancer. Uh, I'm praising God with my my 10-year-old ding-dongs coming out. I'm not into sports, but I'll give you guys a halftime show. (laughs) (laughs) Gracious. (laughs) Holy roast for me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, go to at Christian Fun Pod. Uh, Give it a roast or toast or space between. Stay inside, be safe, and yet by mail or ballot. Pokemon, go to the polls. Ballers. I gotta update that. What am I doing? I haven't heard the last part yet. I know. All right. Now it's time to dim the lights and light the candles. And uh, I think it's time for yet another hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) The hallelujah that is us lifting up everything. It's pretty amazing that hallelujah didn't drag these ratings way down. (laughs) It's incredible. Incredible. Truly, I I I was appalled. It was like, you, do you know that video of when um, Taylor Swift did the cover of September and there's this girl playing it for, I think her mom and maybe her mom's friends or aunts or something, but it's all black women listening to Taylor Swift do a cover of September and they are so upset looking. 
<laughs> they are so pissed off, and the girl is cackling, laughing. Oh, I can't recommend that enough. Oh, that's speaking good. of speaking of what made me one. smile, I was just thinking about that today, and it made me smile. <laughs> Uh, but we're here to lift up our uh, social handles and anything that's getting through these unprecedented, getting us through these unprecedented times. And we'll start with Caroline. Jeez. Um, Did I say that I, weird, Caroline? No, that was fine. <laughs> uh, you could shred your guitar with me at Caroline's Farts everywhere online. Mm-hmm. And I would like to lift up second season of Homecoming on Amazon Prime. It was really great. Janelle Monet, so fun. She's got the smoothest speaking voice. Oh, she's incredible. in Hollywood right now. I mean, this woman is unbelievable. I don't I, She looks like she's made of plastic. Like she's just so smooth, so pretty. It's great. It's great to she's watch. She's amazing. Her. Yeah, great actor. Um and then uh I will lift up Carrie Fisher's book Wishful Drinking. That was a good time. I like to read it. She's a big punster. Oh, you finished it already? I did, yeah. Oh, it's a short. I mean, it's like <laughs> it's like fourteen point font, double spaced. It's <laughs> almost just an essay, you oh, know. But it's a yeah. good time. It's a good book. Great. Yeah. Oh, ladies, you know, as I always say, the future is female. <laughs> women, uh, yeah. yeah. Women, <laughs> women. Pro. I get it. <laughs> Pro. <laughs> know some keep Uh, going girls (laughs) you do you Uh, we turn it to Jeremy Olsen you can see photos of my brand new Lincoln Brewster inspired mohawk at (laughs) Jeremy P. Olsen don't do it the quarantine don't do it gotta get the height on it that's important my new leather jacket my golden guitar (laughs) does he have a golden guitar yes Yes, that's true that's true that's his Stratocaster (laughs) Oh, that's his, like, oh, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, that's <laughs> his guitar. guitar. Uh, I also want to lift up, of course, um, Caroline will be on board with me with this, Animal Crossing. Hell, Y'all, fucking yeah, on. let's talk about it. This whole you podcast feels like branded content me. for Animal Crossing for the last two months. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> My island, Fang Island, is popping off. Fang Island is gorgeous. Hundreds of hours of work into it. <laughs> it's so nice. It, like, truly... Truly, Jeremy, it inspired me to go back to my wow. island and like wow. shape up. Like I was like, this has got to go. This island is dusty. It's disgusting. There's I'm no touched. cafe. There's no tiki bar. There's no excavation site. I need to wow. like clean up my act, and I really did. It's so telling of these times that that compliment almost brought me to tears. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> oh, man. I, you deserve it. I also want to lift up... I want to lift up the 1975's new album, Notes on a Conditional Form. Ah. I love them so much. Okay. They have quickly become one of my favorite bands. Wow. And their new album just rules. They do so many weird things. And he's got he's a great interviewer, too. If you if you Google his name, listen to some interviews, he's a very uh, heavy-thinking guy, and I like it. Cool. Okay. The 1975 does carry on. Brewster's legacy in that sense. I'm rocking out. Yeah. <laughs> no heroin addiction. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Just kidding. Rock, rocking out with their Velcro dongs out. Hey. <laughs> the dong shake wasn't it. Velcro. You guys are, you're not even listening to me. It's clear. <laughs> Whenever I hear that ripping sound, I know Kevin's walking up. 
heavy walk. <laughs> you can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. Uh, I, I rewatched a movie I really enjoyed called Out of Sight with a young Jennifer Lopez and a middle-aged George Clooney who's been middle-aged for like 30 years. But uh, wow, what a fun, sexy time that movie is. So, it's a sexy movie? Wa- watch that. What's that? It's a sexy movie? Very sexy. There is. I guess how could it not be with those two stars? Well, and she she's unbelievably good in it, and he's at the peak of his hotness in a lot of ways. Even though he looks phenomenal as an older man, he's like it was like right at their crest in '98. It was it was nice. It was a good time. Mm. You saying the Clune Dog has lost a step? No, 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 no. (laughs) But I'm just saying like peak Clune Dog. I mean, speaking of time to take him out behind the barn. I've been drinking a lot of the Clune Dogs tequila over the course of this quarantine. I'll tell you what. Casamigos? Casamigos. Yeah, that's right. Mm. (laughs) Yum, yum, yum. (laughs) Drinking like juice. That's nice. You've been dropping some nice, like, money on a good tequila. I don't go to bars. I go to the grocery store. You got to go top shelf. Get get top shelf. (laughs) I'll have what Mr. Clooney will have. You can follow us everywhere at Christian Fun Pod, patreon.com slash good Christian Fun for more good Christian fun every week. Every Friday we put out a new episode. And if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, we donate a dollar to charity. This month's charity is all of them. Just kidding. It's your local food bank. It's whatever the local food bank is that you're at. We're donating to ours. Donate to yours. Jeremy, thank you so much for joining us on the show, buddy. Thank you for having me. I'm always, always very honored. Jeremy's such a pal. Stay safe. Keep Give me keep, back to that island. Keep shredding come that Come back to Fart Empire soul. whenever yeah. you like. We'll come back to the Empire. Okay, great. <laughs> and there's nothing left to say except for an off pots people said. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna need to listen to it again, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that Velcro's going to pop. Oh, no. <laughs> you shut up. That was a HeadGum Podcast.